Welcome to the 61st episode. That was No Such Animal, another local band coming out of Provo. And um, that was a song, I Don't Like You. That's the title of this podcast, too. So, um, And it's funny. I have a nice little, I had a nice little exchange with Finn, and he doesn't even know it. Maybe he does, but uh, I was there the day when he was hanging up posters for his uh, concert this upcoming 
weekend at Velour, I believe, right? January 4th, is that this weekend? I have no clue. Ah, fuck. I hope so. Yeah, the 4th. So we have No Such Animal playing there, Queen Adilla, and just a couple other local bands that just probably are going to play so much heavy metal, not even the devil can lift it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be turn up and i really don't i think people underestimate the level of talent in utah and uh when i was uh, honored and privileged to have hollow hill on and i got to meet some of those guys and jammed it and listen to their music uh and i've found a lot of other local bands just through listening to hollow hill and uh it's amazing the level of talent and i mean you just find an Instagram page, I guess that's how I'm doing it. And I like this local band, I'd not check them out, jam to their tunes and holy shit, man. I mean, no such animal for real. Uh, the, the writings on the wall, that whole album's freaking litty, you know, 10 fire emojis. That's the reality of it. 10 fire emojis for that album is amazing. I think it's good, you know, it's, and I think about it in this context, that's your first one that, Oh God. Oh, that's your first album? Killer, dude. Like, if I made one of those, I'd retire. I'd be like, that's it. I'm done. Um, but, you know, good job, uh, Finian, or his name is Finn, and No Such Animal. And a uh, big shout-out to, to him for letting me play their music at the start of uh, this podcast. And it's really awesome. I don't know why. I mean, I'm just – maybe I'm – just getting lucky because I'm asking the right people. But Hollow Hill has been gracious. Lonely Heights has been gracious. And now No Such Animal. It's really nice. Uh, and I I mean, probably the coolest part about this podcast for me, too, is listening to the music in the beginning. I'm with you that whole segment because I record this like a lazy POS. You know what I mean? Like I record one hour of me talking. And that first song we listen to, we listen to together. So. I just want everybody to kind of appreciate that fact. Like, I mean, I don't know how many people will listen to this podcast in the future, but just know you're all listening to No Such Animal, I Don't Like You with the Provo Kid. Like, it's, and some people tell me, like, man, when I say some people, the amount of people who really listen to this podcast is less than I can count on my hand. So when I say some people, it's always the same person. One of those people said, hey, the introductions are a little long. I'm like, you know what? I think they always will be. Okay? No ads, no sponsors. I like for me, if you listen to the podcast and all you find out is the band that I'm listening to, cool. I don't give a fuck if you listen to anything else, but if you find these guys, uh like No Such Animal, Hollow Hill, Lonely Heights, you go give them a follow, you go give them a recommendation, man. I think that's kind of what this podcast is about. Um and I thought about expanding to some local artists just in the generalized term i think i've talked about this i've reached out to a couple artists and i'm just really expanding the brand of the provo kid but uh what i'm not expanding is conspiracy heroes that should stay in legit stay in pop and heroes only you know what i mean uh, but i will put up premium provo kid content on the patreon so you probably want to go want to go go on over to the logcabinlibrarian.com or chanceblakelock.com or you know whatever dude and uh, just check out all my links. I got merch. I got, I don't have music because why would you make music, Provo Kid, when you got such beautiful tunes by these lovely bands that I just mentioned? And I mean, Tunnel Vision is another one. Uh, After All This Time is another. I'm just naming some song. I, the whole thing, Painted Faces, I love. I mean, I, when I say 
No Such Animals' first EP is freaking Liddy, guys. It is Liddy top to bottom. So uh, just super grateful about that. And there's so many things I really wanted to talk about today. And it's interesting as uh, my mind goes on through the day. Maybe I fucking need to keep a journal pad with me, but that just seems obnoxious. But I'll have these thoughts. I'm like, oh, I could talk about that for an hour right now. I'm just absolutely enraged about that topic. Like, well, it could be anything. Uh, like what was a couple today that just had me oh here's something I'm at a park uh, with my with my young child today this is an interesting story and there were several autistic kids there and I don't mind they say one in 44 it's starting to look like uh, three or four in 44 right uh, and I'm not even being uh, rude uh, might be being a little facetious but it the numbers are ticking up and one of these autistic kids had a shirt on that said Hello, I'm autistic. Please be kind. First of all, love the shirt. Appreciate it. Second of all, it was clear this kid was autistic. He didn't need the shirt. Um, but what I do, well, it's funny because these people just assume all these other kids can read. None of them can. So like all they see is a kid with shirt, a shirt with writing on it. That shirt, if anything, is made for parents, right? So if it's made for parents, please don't put it in cursive. Make it block letters. And if you're just going to put a big warning label of autism on your kid, what are you doing? And I get it. The kid was absolutely probably a gem of a person and looked like he was having an absolute blast. But to me, uh, just in my casual observation of the child, it was no surprise uh, he was autistic. And the truth of the matter is the the term autistic gets thrown around. He's a real homie, right? He's really someone who I would consider really autistic, right? In the sense that if he ever had a job or held down a stable uh, career or had a really, you know, good mindset of what he wanted to come out of his life, I would be ultimately surprised and what i mean by that is i'm juxtaposing him to uh someone like elon musk or myself who also gets to claim uh the title of autism under its wide ass umbrella so it's absolutely ridiculous that this continues to go on and i think they want everybody to be autistic god knows why and the other thing i wanted to talk about was mental health and people are like there's this little thing going on in America of like gun rights, mental health rights, and people are saying, well, the the conservative right aren't – they say guns aren't the problem, but they don't fund mental health. Here's why I think I'm antagonist – like what was the word? I don't even believe in funding mental health. Like think about this. Funding mental health is fun, funding big pharma. If you think a pill is how you solve – uh, the trauma of your background, you're absolutely deluded. If you think a pill is going to solve your dietary and lifestyle lifestyle choices that lead to you being depressed, you're absolutely delusional. If you think taking a pill will make you realize that doing your shitty cubicle job every day in and day out is not what you really want to do, you're fucking delusional. So the real problem with mental health isn't answered by pumping more people into more offices to getting getting them prescribed with more pills. If I'm not mistaken, all of these uh, quote-unquote uh, MSs, mass shooters, these motherfuckers, right? Hey, all got mental health issues. All were getting help. Like maybe, maybe the way we're helping these people isn't correct. Maybe, and hey, call me crazy, maybe giving people a pill and telling them it'll cure their problems isn't exactly honest. Maybe, honestly, to giving someone a jibber-jabber and jack joe, right, and telling them it's going to help them and make them healthy, maybe that's not really being honest. Right. And I think America and Americans have been so fucking and I'm a part of this. Hey, 
I'm right, I'm right here with you. I've been fooled. Not better than you. I'm a complete fucking idiot just as well as every other American. So I'm upset with you. I'm not upset at you, right? I'm upset at all these motherfuckers taking advantage of all of us, right? And it really grinds my gears when you meet someone who's smart and thinks like these institutions have a bit of like Christ-like sensibility in them, right? And here's the truth, right? Um, what all of these companies are, are like shrouded in like uh, cloves of good deeds, right? But at the core of it, they're shit, right? Like what they're really about is profit, right? And it's funny when people think about health and profit, um, why are hospitals some of the biggest buildings, right? And the reason is um, it's about income and it's about money, right? It's about making a dollar. So the more money they can make, these industries, the better off they are. And if you think about that, if you really help someone become healthier, you're not gonna make a lot of money in the long road now, are you, right? You really are not. And so I like Americans, smart people, try to understand these companies, and this is where you're like, oh, this is probably, you know, if any left leftist inside of you should be walking over the island, shaking my hand and say, finally fucking get it. Of course, these institutions don't make sense. They're capitalistic animals that are engorging themselves on the human population. Oh, of course, they're not really looking out for our health. Why would I sign away my rights to a couple of their head doctors? Oh, boy. And when you think about how stupid some Americans have fucking been in the past two years, it's the exact reason I made this podcast, right? Because I couldn't sit back and not get my voice out there. Not that it fucking matters. But if anybody looks back, at least they'll say he wasn't delusional. He wasn't the one that was a fucking idiot like everybody else. Like, look look what's going on in Canada. They just recently had an event that was avoided. Right now, avoided. I won't even mention some of these key details because they're so uh, frustratingly not. I'll mention them. Okay. Individual with a weapon outside of a... A location deemed to be a school, right? Terrible situation. Get stopped. Good news. That's great. Doesn't matter. False flag operation moves through. No more, apparently, handgun cells in Canada, which is just mind-boggling when you live next to a polar bear. Am I supposed to always have a rifle? Now, now people don't get it because they want you to all live in a big city, but if you look at Canada, it's a pretty big fucking place, my friend. And so if you start telling all these people, hey, I know you have that rifle in your hand, but once that bear gets up on you, you just got to understand that there's people who are scared in the big cities, right? Some logic just escapes what's happening. And the total ploy of these uh, Orwellian, tyrannical, large government, uh, technocratic, what's it called? Techno uh, tyranny. There's so many fucking words because that's the problem. They have so many words. How are you supposed to get the correct label? Because if I call it the one thing, then they'll say it's really this. Like the reality of what they are is just pure evil. And what these entities are, they're entities. Like they, they claim to represent you, the people. They don't, right? They absolutely fucking don't. And if, if you want proof of evidence, right? Um, the, the, it's so clear. And I'm just going to go weapons of mass, like just for me, easy. Weapons of mass destruction, lies. Afghanistan, lies. Uh, Iraq, lies. Uh, Vietnam, lies. Okay. Um, what else is that? You know what I mean? Like, uh, man, how about this? How about here? Another reason not to trust your government. My government enslaved other humans. My government 
my government. My government has poisoned its own population. My government has done more things against its own population than I can even fucking fathom to, to think I'm going to trust it. And I have these motherfuckers for the past three years telling me trust the government. Oh, oh, brothers and sisters of America, you really got to, you got to, I assume most people have maybe listen to my podcast. I hope I'm catching someone new who really does trust the government, who thinks these corporations kind of like, oh, I really haven't, really haven't thought about this. But I, I, I'm shocked. I've been, I was, I was baffled by the level of servitude. And you break down the, the biggest roles in our country, and they're all wage slave roles, and they're kind of just defined by the names that people have. So what is a server? A server serves. Okay. A server is a serf, right? I hate these language games, uh, but they're all real. Like, whether you like it or not, right? What's an orderly? Someone you order around, right? What's a waiter? Someone who waits. Imagine a career where you wait. That fucking sucks. While everybody else is doing you waiting, right? And I hate, I know, I know there's people who are probably servers or waiters that listen to this and, you know, good for you, but this is a wage slave empire. People don't get that. Like, they, like the whole system's goal is to make you work for it. something it's created. It never wants you to work for yourself. And even if you work for yourself in the capacity that you think you are, right, you're still serving the system. And anyways, right, so they want you to work for all these, they send you to the public schools, the public schools send you to these colleges, these colleges then send you to these corporations and they present you like a little product. You're just served on a dish. The reality of you ever really having like a solid choice and career path on your life is solely dictated upon your parents, right? Your parents either understand that uh, you can be whatever you want and they can help you get there. Or they think that you'll go to the school, you'll go to the college, you'll figure the life out. And that's how things work because they've, they've been so indoctrin indoctrinated, right? Like the reality is everybody's brainwashed. The most brainwashed people are the most educated people because, hey, if a pimp has uh, hoes, right? Like everybody is a, is a hoe to the government, right? Governments, they're pimp, right? These, if you're a professor and you want to challenge academia, well, guess what? You're a hoe. And the college is the pimp. You step out of line, they're going to slap your ass. That's just the way it is. And that reference might be terrible, but there's just literature in my, my life that I've read, like Iceberg Slim, where that context comes to life. So if you don't know uh, that I'm, I'm pretty diverse in my uh, literature uh, intake and how I'm able to reference things like that, you know, pick up a book. Uh, read uh, Iceberg Slim. Great book. Um, even mentioned by the great Dave Chappelle. When he mentioned that in his comedy special, and I'd be like, how did you find out about it, Chance? Fortunately, my mother introduced me to Iceberg Slim in his book. And it's funny, I first my, one of the first CDs I've ever seen uh, that was a rap CD was too short. And his explicit album were like, there's him doing sexual positions. And like, yeah, that's one of the crazy. I'm like, what the fuck? This is, uh, what is this? Uh, that was my mom's rap album. Uh, <laughs> oh, what the fuck? She had like Mystical, uh, Nelly, a uh, couple other things. Maybe just, yeah, bro. So, you know, I just grew up knowing, you know, there's different perspectives. People would be surprised by that too, coming from Utah, uh, which they just don't get, right? They just don't get that. Uh, not everything is what it seems and people typecast everything. I, and I think it's a good thing, right? Like, I think when I went to Oregon, I thought, oh, there's going to be tons of liberals. There's actually just a lot of good people. And there are a lot of people who have uh, a left view, but 
throughout my experience in the three years there, the only people I met were, for the most part, just good people. Their views and political views. Like, I don't think the world was as political. I mean, there was Donald Trump, right? But even then, I felt like nobody really gave a fuck. Uh, just in my personal experience, I know there were people who... Uh, there's obviously people who are always consumed by the divide. I'm not consumed by the divide. I am the bridge, right? Like people, people forget about that. They focus about all these divisions in the country rather than the bridges. Like what's building the what's building these things? Uh, what builds bridges? It's when people tear down the bullshit, right? So I hope I try to tear down some of the bullshit with different thinking than most people do. If you listen to my podcast, I won't always present different thinking, but God willing, I might. You know what I mean? Uh, on a subject or a pattern matter. Pitter, patter, patter, maker, piper. Can't even talk. Get so excited because I'm 20 minutes in and I just referenced the time. And it's interesting when I've started to, to develop the ability to podcast and talk to myself. And uh, again, I don't even plan to do any of this for the most part. Uh, as far as like my only plan is get into the studio, press record, talk for an hour, upload it, you know. Make a couple reels after and advertise yourself because that's it, right? If you want to do podcasts and you want to make content, like, it's you. Um, you can't wait for anybody. And, like, there was this weird thing I, I was feeling earlier. Like, it's interesting where people, like, the scarcity mindset, and I understand because guess what? I'm so fucking hungry to make content, right? Um, I, I'm backlogged on some of my Provo Shaman stuff where, like, I have this I, this little data bank of some of it's good, some of it's not in the sense that I already talked about our walk, but I do have extra Patreon content with the Provo Shaman that uh, I thought about taking more of an artistic approach with. And it's just nice to have some of this content, but at, at the end of the day, still hungry to do this podcast, still hungry to talk to myself. And the, the reason is, at the end of the day, uh, it's fun. It's what I like to do. Not everybody likes to do this, and um, but I like I didn't start out doing this, right? Um, which is interesting. I started out just building the confidence of being on camera. Well, the first thing I understood was if I want to do anything for an hour, I have to do something similar to it for an hour every day. So every day before I started podcasting, this is Inside Baseball, I got on the computer and streamed myself for an hour at least playing some video game or like usually chess. I was playing chess for a while. I was... Uh, I played Snake, and then I played. I got a couple other games. I started advancing my stream, but I knew at the end of the day I wanted a podcast. Um, but I just didn't feel comfortable, or like, could I really talk for an hour? And then I just said, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna stop." And like, because the video games, I was like, "This isn't. You can play them for so for so long while you stream, but even then, it's like I don't. That I knew that's not what I wanted to do. So I said, "Fuck it, I'll talk for an hour." And here I am, episode 61, talking for an hour to myself about the most mundane bullshit, you know, my life. Autistic kids at the park. Here's the other autistic kid at the park. It was a little girl, right? And I've got to bring this issue up. Ooh, this, there's something going on culturally, and I don't quite, I don't know if it quite sits right with me. I'm going to ask for some help on this. So this girl's 13, easily, okay? Um, she's got gloves on. She's clearly autistic. And when I say clearly, it's like this. You're 13 years old. I'm with a two-and-a-half-year-old at the park. Okay? You don't quite fit in. 
The, the I see six, seven-year-olds, right? I don't even see eight and nine-year-olds or ten. Um, very few, maybe one, maybe two. And they're all like always like, yo, what's going on with all these little kids running around? Anyways, this wonderful autistic girl, uh, she really was, uh, came and approached me and my daughter. And she's like doing like this, uh, what's it called? The furry type. No, when they think they're an animal, there's a word for it. There's a word for it when you think you're an animal. It's like not a furry because when you dress up, she wasn't dressing up. Like they identify as an animal. Shut the fuck. Shut the front door. I can't remember. Anyways, doesn't matter. I'll bring it back. I'll find that out later. So she didn't really communicate and I didn't really just pay any attention. It's just like maybe I said, hey whatever and then i just followed my child around and then we encountered her again later and she was climbing on top of all of the jungle gym stuff like the highest you could get right and uh instead of telling other kids what to do right like i just say you know, i get the situation i'm i'm playing now my child's going down the slide underneath where this child has perched themselves <laughs> And I said, nice necklace. They had this really cool necklace. Uh, what is that? And they, they told me, oh, it's a dragon. I'm a dragon. Earlier when you saw me over there, I was a fox and I was being like clever. I was like, whoa, cool. That's awesome. I'm all dragons are cool too. And I said, uh, be, uh, be careful. Have fun. And that's it, right? And that's, you know, like, you know, I'm not telling, I don't know. Do you tell somebody what to do? I'm not telling a 13-year-old girl at a park who's autistic who thinks she's a dragon to get off. She thinks she's flown on top of this playground and is protecting these children. And, you know, right now I'm an ally. And all I did was just say, hey, be safe, be careful, dragon. Um, didn't catch the dragon's name, but... uh you know, and they were safe. And I just, you know, wasn't my business. And I think whoever was their parent or whoever was with them that day, I'm sure they were comfortable with them doing that. Um, and the child seemed very capable of doing that. But then again, at the end of the day, it's like, you have to understand there's people free soloing mountains. And they are somewhat autistic. So uh, this child free soloing this playground park, ultimately dangerous. Yes. But not at the level I deemed worthy of correcting them and saying, you need to get down. Imagine being a male Ken. Get down from there and trying to like uh, reason with someone who I don't know how to reason with yet. Like, uh, so you, I've never met a dragon person yet um, or a person who identified as a dragon. Like are they going to – like I swear to God, I'm thinking like are they going to try to breathe fire on me? Like do they have sand in their pockets and to them that's fire? Like – what level of imagination do they have? Are they, uh, do they have, will they bite? Are they all about that? Um, do they go, do, do they try to eat you like a dragon does head first? You know, do they just like, ah, like, how are they? So I just went for the friend to poach and everything was cool. Everything was safe. Nothing uh, was worrisome. And I think at the end of the day, yeah, if a kid is being quote unquote unsafe, I think Matt ultimately, uh, maybe alert a parent, their parents say, hey, are you cool with this? 
Maybe that's what you do. I don't know if you really tell another. I think you tell other kids what to do if they start physically assaulting each other. Like then you step the fuck in. You're like, whoa, no way. Like it's like a dog fight. You have to step in. Break it. Break that shit up. Uh, no way. <laughs> or if kids are being aggressive. <laughs> parents got to be the ones. And it's sad when people don't do that shit. Thinking about all the people who record stuff. I think it's so obvious to break that up. But it almost breaks my heart to uh, think people don't even do that. It's fucked up. Yeah, at the park. I was at the park the other, not the park, the museum the other day. And there was a little bully, uh, my little two and a half year old encountered. And here's the fucked up thing. So this little bully gathers all the resources in this area. And my daughter had two of the resources. Let's say there's 30 of them. And they go in a big bin that can be pushed around. It's a wheelbarrow. Anyways, comes around, takes the resources from my daughter and says, hey, those are mine. And now he has all of them. There's, by the way, let me just say this place is a large, it's just like a park, okay? And everyone's entitled to these resources. And I I look around and I'm almost shocked. There's no parental oversight because first of all, this is the toddler zone. There's the big kid shit over there. Like right now, it's like, what the fuck? You're even a little old to be in here, mister. So I walk over. There's like a parent sitting close, didn't say shit. So obviously not her kid. But even then, it's like, what the fuck? Step up. Uh, but I have to step up for my kid. So I walk over and I I didn't take what was out of his hands. But I took out of his bucket that was filled with all of the fucking resources. I took him and I said, hey, those actually aren't yours. And then I dropped the mic right in front of my, <laughs> my child. And I, I took three of them. So if he had 30 resources, now he had 27. I said, yeah, take the rest. You don't get to take other kids' shit. And I don't know why people aren't stepping up. And I think because there's this weird thing where, like, people are scared. The world's different now where, um, yeah, people just, the first instinct isn't to do something. It's to record, maybe. Uh, Who the fuck am I? It doesn't really matter. And I was, the best part about this, the best. Sorry, I got so excited. The best, I was really excited about this part. The best part about this podcast is nobody really listens. Uh, and what I mean by that is whoever does listen, this audience is niche, small. I almost, I would almost prefer uh, my audience to like a selective group of people. And when you think about things that become viral or trendy, I was like, oh God, I hope I never become that. But what I do, what I would like and like what I imagine is... Like if you have an alcohol shelf, and because that's what podcasting is. Let's not even do alcohol. You could just any any beverage shelf. It's maybe it's a soda shop. I hope I'm just one of the sodas that's like down in the bottom. Like what is that? People don't really like it. Doesn't taste too good. But for like one in a hundred, like that's my shit. That 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 resonates. Whatever that is. Like what color would the soda of my podcast be? It would probably be like a. I was going to say like jade green, but like Mountain Dew, right? Fuck. Man, if you say any color, like what's a color they ain't doing yet? Purple? What's a good purple soda? I've never seen a good purple soda. What about a purple soda that didn't taste purple? That would just trip your brain out. You're like, what? That ain't... That ain't any fruit that's... That ain't plum. That ain't grapes. What are, what are, 
Anything else is purple? Fuck, dude. Not that I can think of. Eggplant. It's purple. That that juice don't taste like eggplant. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Ah, oh, man. But that's kind of my idea is like ultimately because you know where we'll be the top shelf, Joe Rogan. There will always be these podcasts up there. Uh, and one of those podcasts that I consider top shelf as far as conspiracy can is concerned is Grimerica, right? And I, I feel so fucking honored that I get to talk to them uh, this weekend. And I, as I've been thinking about that, like they're my conspiracy heroes, right? So, man, what a what a what what does that even mean? And I I, I worked through this thought process before with Mark, and I've been selective with all the people who are my conspiracy heroes. And the reason why is uh, they're the only people I listen to. And I know there's a lot of conspiracy podcasts out there, but what happens with conspiracy podcasts I is um, what they are, okay? What, let me tell you what I know, okay? So basically, a conspiracy podcast is successful because of the host. Otherwise, you know, what? like for example, the reason Tinfoil Hat works is because Sam Tripoli's entertaining whether somebody's there or not. That's just the facts, right? Uh, whether he gets someone on his show and it's complete dud, doesn't matter, right? Like Sam Tripoli is there and Sam Tripoli is entertaining. So what makes a conspiracy podcast anything of value, like you got to understand like anybody, most conspiracy, and what is the conspiracy podcast? It's an aggregate. It aggregates all the people who are interested in, are experts in podcasts and they come to him and they get to share their thoughts. Right. Um, and so if you don't, and then, so a lot of people tried to see that and replicate it. Right. And so, so have I, right. My replication of the tinfoil hat, it's called conspiracy heroes. And it has to do with me because what else am I going to do? Right. Um, I'm only talking to people who I find to be my heroes or who resonate with me. And when I look at Canada in that space right now, the fact that I got two people from there that right away I resonated with and I felt maybe because we live on similar time zones, we're the same souls. Uh, But everything about them just kind of made me enjoy their style of what Tinfoil Hat also does is they have a host and they're entertaining. I would listen to Graham and Darren by themselves, right? If Graham and Darren just talked, and they do usually for uh, a good amount of time, I listen to the introduction. That's that is what I think they've kind of figured out that special sauce. But they could they could can that uh, pre. I should talk to them about that. But I, I've always thought about that. Like the the introduction to Grimerica show is some sometimes a half hour, forty minutes. They can make that the its own show and just cut the interviews to just an introduction like uh, THC, another one of my heroes. And that would be pretty uh, pretty pretty nice. I don't even know, man. I'm just, just you guys hear that helicopter? Jesus Christ. I hope everyone's okay. Where I'm from, if you ever hear a helicopter, it means someone's getting life flighted. So it's just always a reminder to pray. I swear to God. It's like, God bless them. God bless them. If you hear a helicopter, God bless. 
Uh, hope they get there safe. Hope they get there on time. Hope that uh, fuck man, it sounds terrible. Just a helicopter. Think about that. And I don't even have PTSD, but imagine if you lived in a war zone and helicopters just meant Apaches. Anybody who served recently, I'm sorry for that terrible reenactment, but and uh, yeah, just traumatic PTSD that might have caused. And when I think about that, I'm shocked uh, that our government just perpetrated. And there's so many people who like think about this: the terrorist narrative. Where did they go? Anybody notice like school shootings are up, but terrorism is down? It's like the terrorists just quit, isn't it? But when you're in Iraq and Afghanistan and the war doesn't quite seem real, boom, ISIS attack, nightclub, of course. You know what I mean? Like, duh, why don't people get this shit? It's so fucking nauseating. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess those terrorists did kind of forget that we took over. You know what I mean? Like, remember that whole bullshit narrative? And I now that we're out of... I, what is it, Afghanistan? Truth is, still bombing motherfuckers with drones all over the world. Facts. <laughs> Absolute facts, man. And uh, what's another word for facts? Absolute. Absolute knowledge. Absolute certainty. What would you say? Absolute. Ab- without a doubt. And without a doubt, there's drones dropping bombs as we speak. Um, so, you know, why aren't they still attacking us, these terrorists? And it's strange, right? Like, it's strange when sometimes the news lines just don't add up. And when you look at the news lines that did occur, you kind of question and like, go, is that really how? With those? Wait. And now you realize there's so many people with cameras the reality of like the world is so different like the like this recent incident in texas just like the news can't keep up with how much bullshit this smells like and it the the storyline is so nauseating it's uh and thank god americans the difference between america and canada too is we actually have lawyers here who have nuts i think and judges who walk around with a briefcase and uh, for those who didn't like my gender stereotypical term, but like that lawyers, like women, have, women can be lawyers. I know women can have nuts too, and they'll put them on the table too. So it's like a, a gen, general term, like everyone's a dude, everyone has nuts. You know what I mean? Uh, like everyone has nuts and can be nuts. You know what I mean? Like there's language is so playful. I don't know why people get so rigid when how you, when you talk. You know what I mean? Like I think that's where they're autistic, and I'm not. It's like uh, stop taking everything I say so literal. I'm talking metaphorical. Like you can be an absolute big big bag holding nut walker. Like you can I don't know even you can be any gender you want. You can walk around with some big old nuts. That's facts. You know what I mean? And some people don't like those facts. That's without a doubt of certainty. What else? What do I say besides facts? Anyways, welcome to the show, guys. This is the Provo Kid Podcast. Uh, thanks for um, that's no ads. And when you think about that, it's like I listen to so many podcasts. And you're like, ah, oh, fifteen seconds, fifteen seconds, and um, 
yeah, man, I'm kind of over them. You know what I mean? Like, there's only a few I put up with now, man. And I wonder why people do it. And it makes sense, dude. If I got ads, I'm a, I'll be a sellout, dude. If, if there's one company that even resonates with me a little bit, I'm like, oh, I'll sell out. Where do you want the ad? <laughs> it's like, yo, Provo Kid, we really vibe with you. Uh, what's an ad, though? Like, there's so many ways to do ads. Like, why does the ad have to be in the podcast? There's so many ways to present the ad. Like, if you go to my Instagram, all the ads I make for my podcast. Look at that. Like, how many ads can you make? And what I think I'm really trying to show everybody is, and I this has always been why I do anything, is to present a model on how to do it. Um, that's why I wrote a book. That's why uh, I... I went to, I, that's why I did a lot of things. Like went to school, did things. Like I, I guess you want to show people that you're a good person, right? Like you want to model good behavior, right? So uh, this when I, when I uh, made my book though, I just wanted to show how easy it was to make a book. Um, and the easiest way to make a book is you use other people's words. So well, you say that's plagiarism. Like not if it's a quote book. So I made a quote book. And then I added an essay at the beginning of it to consider myself an author. So I'm an author of a book that's filled with quotes. Um, and I did that just because to me that was the easiest way to do it. And the other easy way I thought of making a book was just to make a picture book. Like go take 20 pictures on my iPhone and upload them, pay, like make it a coffee book and make quotes or do some stupid shit. Like that seemed too easy, you know what I mean? That's not a real book. That's like an art project. <laughs> and uh, my book was an art project and is an art project. And uh, if you might go to my merchandise, you'll say, Chance, there's one book for sale. I was like, yeah, I would sell only one book. Uh, and still no one's bought the only book I've ever sold. So that's also true. Um, every other – the only if you have a copy of my book, it's because I gave it to you. That was my rule. I wanted to make something that – because people think when you make something like a book, you have to make money, right? Or you make a podcast, you got to do it for ulterior motives. No, I do it because I want to talk. It's my free time. And no, I don't need ads. Um, this is just uh, just chilling, right? Just me chilling. And so the book was just an example of that. The pod, This podcast should just be an example of, uh, I guess, how easy it is to, to do something. But it's actually difficult. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, to to continue to, I guess, what would the words be? There's many things that are always difficult about a task. And all of this is inside baseball, nuance, bullshit. But nonetheless, I'm talking and there has no been, there has not been any dead air. So I'm kind of proud about myself for that, for making it uh, this far into the podcast. So cheers to me again. And so... I try to tell people, this is something I like to tell people. A lot of people don't know this. Uh, a lot of people don't know this. A lot of people do. A lot of people don't. And it doesn't matter if you do or you don't. But when you were young, a lot of people clapped when you crawled. A lot of people clapped when you walked. All the way up until you graduated high school, people were cheering for your ass. Then all of a sudden, you found yourself as an adult. A lot of people just stopped cheering for your success, right? And the reality is, this happens to everybody, right? Where um, you don't get reinforcement anymore. You don't have coaches. You don't have teachers. 
you're just at, maybe at a job and the boss isn't going to be like, hey, good job. Appreciate you doing exactly what you're hired to do. <laughs> Nobody fucking does that, right? Uh, the reality is people stop reinforcing you um, because there's not a lot of incentive. And the people who do reinforce you, you should take note, like why and how and what is that about? I'm not an expert, but this, this is just the way I think. So here's my point. Uh, those people who you will find to be more successful in life found a way to positively self-reinforce them. And they, I think it's, uh, they do it, my, there's a lot of ways to do it. Um, but one is through positive self-talk and just tell yourself, you kick ass. And it's funny when uh, sometimes like I will feel super confident throughout the day and it won't be for any other reason because I think uh, I'm awesome. <laughs> I'm like, am I crazy? I'm like, nope. I just think I'm cool. Like, why? I don't know, man. Just positive self-talk. And it's a little thing I learned how to do. Uh, I think I learned how to do it when I was in school because th- I was doing things like homework and going to class that I didn't like doing. Uh, looking back, I really didn't. I, so, I, like, I mean, I did like some of it, and I didn't like some of it, right? There were parts I enjoyed, parts I definitely didn't enjoy. That's life, right? Uh, but I put on a face throughout all of it that I enjoyed it, and I benefited from that, I think. And uh, it really helped me. It helped me perform better and uh, enjoy the experience. And that's, uh, it's interesting, man. Uh, when you talk to yourself, you find better. When you talk to yourself positive, positively, you find better outcomes, right? And a lot of times, I think people can speak harshly of themselves. And that's one of the things I'm super guilty of or have been when I've thought about creating content. Like, oh, man, who's going to listen who fucking cares? Why make a podcast? Uh, if it's not about people listening, why not just post it privately on YouTube, make a delayed release for 10 years? I'm like, what if YouTube's not around? I thought high level about this shit. Like, what if I made like a series of podcasts? Now this is for you. <laughs> like just delayed release. Because I don't know if you know about YouTube, but you can post a video and have a delayed release. I'm like, well, how far can I go? Can I make like a series? And then all of a sudden, like 10 years from now, you're like, what the fuck? You guys, you guys see Provo kids. But I'm like, even then it's like, what are the likely, what's likely? Out of, like, who knows, man? So I've thought about doing that. Like a secret show. Uh, but who knows, dude? Who fucking knows, man? Now that I'd said that, that's a good idea. Go ahead and take it. It's not mine. Is it? Who knows? But uh, been tie-dyeing the merch store. I don't know. I don't even know how the merch store is doing, dude. I haven't even checked that shit, dude. Oh, my God. Nothing, dude. Nobody gives a fuck about my merch, man. Nobody cares, dude. I guess I better quit now, dude. No, no way, dude. We'll never quit. Uh, I don't even think it has any views. Oh, three views. Nice. Three people looked at it. Imagine that. You posted to your story, and I provided a link. I got I need it. You know, only three people are like, oh, what's that about? Starting bid, $20. I think that's fair. I think it's a cool hoodie. So this is, uh, this is the ad. I do my own ads, and I got uh, patches. So these are hand-sewn patches, never worn, brand-new sweaters. Uh, go to my merch store. This is my, uh, this is the ad. Uh, cool, man. Welcome to the Provo Kid ad for his merch. Uh, that's pretty neat. So, 
anyways, one of the funnest things about talking to yourself is I, I liken it to swimming, right? So when you're swimming, uh, you're floating, right? And when you're talking, you're floating. And if you don't talk, you sink, right? So the podcast was dead noise. So like everything just goes away, right? So like you ever sit sit to yourself and just think, like that's like how different is that from what I'm doing, right? Like it's a different part of the brain, and you can tell yourself you're thinking, right? You could say, well, I have all the same thoughts you have, but you're not moving your hands, you're not moving your mouth, you're not like all oh, animated and shit. And uh, that is the reality of what this podcast is, uh, an expression of difference between uh, an idle mind in weight and a mind in active motion. And there's a very big difference. So when people tell you, well, you can think with your uh, mouth shut, not really, a little bit differently. It's always inhibited. And you, I, don't, I think there's always a layer or another mask. Um, and here's that, dude. I don't like the mask. When I see people with masks and all that, like sometimes I just wonder. Like I, I felt really conflicted about how to say this. Like there's people out there who, who still, and I don't know why. Like imagine, like I, they still don't want to admit the government lied to them about all the other things I mentioned earlier. Like to, for to admit they might have lied to the, again, and everything they've talked about is bullshit. Like it's so. It, for people, it would be so... It's like finding out, you know, your your religion isn't true. And I think there's a lot of people on the verge of a heartbreak from our government, dude. Because it's absolutely bullshit. And the people who really, I mean, vouch for it. And vouch for the system. They're kind of the most abhorrent people I've ever met. Right? Like, just downright despicable. They'll give $40 billion to Ukraine and won't do anything for the homeless population. Like, yuck. Like, think about this. We can give $40 billion to kill people in Russia, but we can't help homeless people. And I never, and I'll never wrap my brain around that. Like, all this fake politician bullshit. Now, I'll, that's, I don't even need to talk about anything besides that. Don't need to talk about the bullshit that's COVID. Don't need to talk about the bullshit that is uh, the gun situation. Don't need to talk about anything besides the fact 40 billion to kill people in Ukraine, right? <gasps> Homeless people all over the America. Not 40 billion people. 40 billion dollars. What's going on? What's going on? Anyways, man. What? Uh, I hope Finn. Finn's like, Jesus Christ, that kid's crazy. Why did why did I say why did I say he could? Play my music. I thanks for letting me play it. I don't know, Hollow Hills. <laughs> I just realized, I'm like, man, after the shit I said, he's like, oh no, that's terrible. What did he just say? I think I I stand what I said, dude. I think that it's pretty disgusting that people are satisfactory with the fact that we sent forty billion over to Ukraine. I find that immoral, and I find the fact that our government doesn't fix the the situation we have with homeless people highly immoral. I find that America's crumbling infrastructure is highly immoral while they fly in jets and they sit in these decadent palaces. Um, I don't believe there should be any art in the White House. There should be, there sh it should be in museums, if anything. But like, if you're a politician, your chair should be the floor, right? 
work for us until you get all the people off the floor and off the streets. It's kind of my view, right? Um, give them all those things. Sell all that money so we can get these people housing. Uh, sell what the government has. The government's getting fat, right? The government's getting real fat. And people are just okay with it. These fucking... Man, make them sell. Make them have a yard sale. Why aren't we doing this? Have them have a yard sale. That would... Dude, imagine all these politicians doing a yard sale. And they have to sell this overbought government shit. Imagine all the th money that we could make from having a y military yard sale from the shit we left in Afghanistan. And then helping the homeless people. That's the kind of... Sh when I say I'm always outraged, I'm always outraged about that bullshit. Okay? Okay... Man, thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. It's uh, really a freak show. And I don't like you. Um, I should play his other song, Painted Faces. Um, and it's like a 50-50 right now. 50-50. What should I play? Painted Faces. Tunnel Vision. Dude, this song's his best song. I'm playing his best song. It's over. Mm -hmm. Thanks for watching, everybody. This is no such animal. Uh, appreciate, appreciate you watching. Listen.
gonna need some popcorn Dancing in the kitchen Singing to a punk rock song Lights on, no, I don't want a pregame They said they got me drinking What they got me with was lemonade oh.